Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Crypto Entrepreneur's Podcast with your host, Charles. Enjoy. Hello, and welcome to episode 33 of the Crypto Entrepreneur's Podcast. Today, we're going to be sitting down with Crypto Dale. He's the co-host of the Crypto Street Pod, and he hosts that with Prince and Killer Whale. Um, We're going to be talking about why they created the podcast, and then he's going to be giving you some tips on how they've made it so successful so that if you wanted to create a podcast, you can follow in their footsteps. So without further ado, let's get into it. So before we really get into the details of things, can you just give us a little bit of background on yourself and, you know, what you were doing before crypto? Yeah, so I'm I'm actually not full-time crypto, so... I'm in the finance industry and I've got uh, I've got some goals myself with, you know, I've been in crypto for about two and a half, three years. And, um, you know, before that, I had some goals I wanted to achieve in my own my own personal life, my professional life. And I don't you know, eventually I don't think I'd I'd want to work hard that I did, you know, leading up to where I'm at today to just kind of abandon those goals and. And quite honestly, it makes trading so much easier. And I've talked to, you know, I've got a lot of friends in the crypto space and even friends, you know, that just strictly trade Forex, that that's all they do is trade. And they have said too that, you know, it's it's a lot more stressful when you need to trade to make, you know, make money and stuff like that. So, you know, that's kind of my view is, and, and there's obviously going to be people that disagree with me, um, but that's what, you know, it's it goes to, goes down to what works for you. And that's what works for me. So that's kind of what I'm just gonna gonna do until I achieve those goals. And then you know, who knows kind of what goes go where that goes from there. There we go, taking it day by day. I like what you're saying about, you know, you don't have to focus on trading twenty four seven. You're not it's not right. your main income. Um, you do have a job that's in finance. I know a lot of people are anonymous. I uh was wondering if you could or wanted to talk about, you know, what area of finance just because I up until recently was a commercial underwriter, um, so I've been in finance nice. since I graduated. Um, but I don't know if you want to talk about that at all. Yeah, I don't. I don't mind. I guess um, I think a lot of people kind of know. Um, so I'm, I'm in Iowa, obviously, and a big part of the Iowa economy is agriculture and farming. So I'm actually I kind of give money to. I don't kind of. I do. I give money to farmers. Um, I'm I'm a, basically an egg lender, is what it's called. So I, I just help farmers out, give them money. Um, you know, work with their financials, help them, help them, uh, you know, be continue to be successful and stuff like that. So there we go. Okay. Kind of, you know, there's commercial lenders in the bigger cities that are that are big. Um, here in Iowa, it's kind of the egg egg lenders that comparative to a commercial lender in the big city there we go yeah I'm, I'm out in california we did a little bit of ag lending at my old job um but it was like very very small farms that grew sure. avocados and stuff but yeah that pretty yeah. much runs the economy out in iowa yeah it's and i've got customers you know that have three thousand head of cattle and you know farm three thousand acres so i've got big and then i've got guys that you know hobby farm 500 acres or a couple hundred acres so it's, it's all across the board and you know with I don't know if many people are watching the uh, the commodities market, but it's it's pretty crazy here right now. And USDA came out with a monthly report last week that really uh, sunk the markets about ten percent or forty cents relative to the to the corn futures. So it's it's 
it's a crazy time right now, you know, and it doesn't really get talked about. The NASDAQ the other day lost a uh, billion dollars. Well, after that USDA report came out, the, the egg economy lost $5 billion. And you, you don't really see that much talked about, but uh, it's a huge industry and people don't really give it the credit that it deserves, in my opinion. No, not at all. It's it's not uh, glamorous in a sense. It's very right. boring. And so I think it kind of gets put on the back burner. Yeah. And, you know, one thing, too, that that doesn't go that doesn't really go into play and what people don't realize that aren't in it or that don't trade like me before I really started trading, I was always on my customers asked to sell their grain. It's always like, yo, what are you doing? Just sell some of it. Well, now that, you know, I've gotten to trading, I totally get where it, and even then it's, it's a lot different because, you know, they're, they're actually putting physical labor and, you know, their sweat equity and everything into this crop. And, you know, they've got targets that they want to hit same as we do with our shit coins and, you know, Bitcoin and stuff like that. We, we think it's going to go here and, that's what what we think. So that's kind of where we're sticking. So I, I've definitely, you know, used some of my experience in the crypto and other trading areas when talking with these customers. It's like, yo, I get it, but you know, profits profit, and then that's how I kind of try and tackle my crypto trading as profits profit, and it's still better than losing money. I like where your head's at, and I really appreciate you giving us just a little bit of background. I really like, you know, some people they kind of jump into crypto and it's a completely new world for them. I really like when people kind of use some of their experience in the real world and bring it into crypto and vice versa. So thank you for giving us a little bit of background on that. Um, Now I know you host a podcast. It's kind of funny, you know, you coming on my podcast to talk about podcasting. Um, But like I was talking about earlier, you know, I have had some people reach out. They say, you know, I'm thinking about starting a podcast. So, wanted to do this episode you know you have your co-host killer whale and prince um and you guys have one of the more successful podcasts in the thank you yeah of course um you know it's one of the most well-known in my opinion um so can you just give us a quick overview of what what it is you know what who some of your guests are some of your favorite guests kind of the reason you created it and um you know the values that it was founded on yeah, for sure. So we, um, this was probably in early November of 2017. There's this, well, let me back up a little bit. So in like September of October of 17, um, you know, I was just chilling and scrolling through Twitter and I came across uh, Killer Whale's profile. I'll just call him Whale from now on. And his Twitter bio, and he had a group that said the pod. So I wasn't in many groups per se. And I remember talking with um, with some people that were really OGs and they said, you know, the best thing you can do is network, uh, find like-minded people, bounce ideas, bounce trades, stuff like that off. So I'm like, I was kind of looking for that at that time. So then I, I joined this pod and there's like, I don't know, I think I was number 11 or 10 or something in, in this pod group and didn't, didn't really know a ton of the people in there. I'd recognize some of them. Um, so I just kind of, we just started talking all, all of us and, you know, it, uh, kind of evolved into one day in early November, late October, I had messaged whale and was just like, Hey man, I think we should start a podcast. And he's like, Oh my gosh, I've, I've kind of been thinking that too. And I said, you know, there really aren't a ton of podcasts in this space and, you know, we could really be kind of the, the founder, you know, the, the front runner, not the founder. Cause there was shit coin talk, but you know, kind of set the example and set the bar for, for crypto podcasts. So he was like, yeah, I agree. Let, let me do some thinking on it and see what we need to do. So 
then he um prince was actually in the pot at the time too and so he's like hey i think this guy named prince would be a, a pretty good addition to the crew um so we we kind of did that and then we were just just talking one one day and we kind of asked you know what should how should we approach this what should we do and we both we all kind of like the joe rogan podcast joe rogan experience so so yeah we all kind of you know had listened to the joe rogan podcast before and kind of wanted to mirror that for the crypto space and we'd, we'd also are all familiar with barstool sports so we wanted to kind of combine the two and be like just a and I hate saying this because I feel like such a D-bag saying it, but we kind of wanted to be like a bro podcast, you know, where anyone could listen, whether your experience level is new or experienced. And by no means are we saying we're, we're some of the most experienced people here because there's so much to learn. And there's so many people that have been around forever that, you know, we're constantly learning things from every single guest that we've had on. We're always learning something. So we really wanted to just kind of curtail to the whole entire space. One bitcoin crypto you could go to the itunes um or the apple i apple podcast you could type in crypto hopefully we pop up you see that you could listen you could either learn something or get a good laugh out of some of our stories we really wanted to be transparent on everything like i'd said so that's kind of how we came up with everything um you know and it's funny too because us prince whale and myself you know we're we're really like a group of brothers and best friends when we go to the conferences uh, and, and talk or do whatever we do, we just just sit and laugh and, we, you know, we get wasted and it's just so fun. I never in a million years thought that I could meet people on the internet and have such a close relationship with them. I mean, they're really like my brothers. We we talk daily, all day. I mean, it's, it's just crazy the how close and tight-knit we are. And we're really, you know, we're getting to that point where 150-plus episodes in – we're really getting to that point where we know what what everyone's going to say and we kind of can feed each other. You know, if we know Prince is, Prince is really good at options. So we try and if we're ever talking with options, we just let him go with it. And, you know, we'll try and feed into his, his option loves for love for options. And, you know, whales just generally smart about everything and he's a good trader. Um, so, you know, it's, it's kind of fun. I feel like I'm the, the dummy out of the group, but uh, that's all right. Yeah, totally. Okay. Um, so you, you mentioned a couple things that I kind of just want to do a little recap for everyone who's listening. Um, it started with you joined Crypt, or Killer Whale or Whales, the pod, um, and Prince was in there. And you guys yep. kind of just built that network. Like you're saying, a lot of people who come on talked about this network mm-hmm. effect, and it really is one of the most important things. Everything's new here. Everyone's looking to work with each other. Um, right. And you guys kind of came together and you kind of merged the Joe Rogan podcast with kind of the barstool guys. Um, yep. And you said you don't want to sound douchey, but it was like a bro podcast. But I think that speaks to kind of who you are. You guys are just fun loving guys like to have a good time. And so you decided mm-hmm. let's do a podcast on, you know, something that we would listen to. So I right. really, exactly. Exactly. And I, I really appreciate that. Um, you know, it's, it's hard when you, hear someone talking about something and they seem disingenuous it's very easy to lose Mm -hmm. interest in it um so that's super awesome i i I really like that you gave us kind of just the why you founded it um and how you guys founded it is there any trouble at all because you said you feed off of each other is there any ever any trouble with the three of you being on at once i'm here by myself it's real easy i got my questions that i can ask you know there's no real interruptions in my opinion um, so do you guys ever have trouble with that? 
Yeah, it's it's difficult because you know we all have. I think we're all very sharp people, and we all have questions that we want to ask, or we all have different angles and viewpoints on things. So, you know, and we know that each other, um, that we all have these viewpoints. So sometimes it's kind of hard when you know Prince is asking some wants to ask a question about you know A, and then you have me who wants to take where the guest was going and go to B. So, but like I was saying, you know, you just kind of get it and. If one of us wants to elaborate on something that the guest just said, then it, we usually just let that person ask, and then everyone knows that the next question then would be come from Prince. And we did actually we did a live podcast at Consensus, and that was that was the greatest thing we've ever done for real. Like one of the best episodes that we've done, in my opinion, just because we could see each other and could feed off each other, you know, in person and. What's funny is the guy that about consensus, the guy that was our audio guy, we were talking, I think Ethereum was like at a hundred bucks at the time. And we were talking and about Ethereum and we thought it was all going to pop and we get off and he's like, Hey dudes, I, I just want you to know, I just bought a shit ton of Ethereum at $101. I hope what you're saying is right. And two weeks later, I think it, it doubled up. So, you know, he, he, uh, hopefully likes us now, I guess, but. <laughs> Um, so that was kind of cool just to hear that and just to really do one live. But, you know, we try and there's, there's times where we've had five people on us, three guests and then, or us three co-hosts and then two guests. And that just got insane. But we try and keep it, uh, during the summer months, we're all really busy. So a lot of times during the summer months, there's really only two of us that are on and you know, that's fine. And we just had an episode last night where we did, uh, or no, two nights ago, I'm sorry where we did um, – we had Shiv from Block Party on, and then we did a fantasy altcoin draft. And, you know, I've I've listened – actually listened to it a couple – and it's it's a really good episode. And, we you know, it, it was – you can you can just kind of tell that. It's the first one we've done in a long time where all three of us are there because we're really giving each other – we're really busting each other's balls. We're having fun, laughing, and it was it was just an overall fun episode. Right on, man. Yeah, you guys kind of talked about, you know, you're like your brothers and you said you've met some people in crypto and through the internet that you've become almost best friends with. Um, and I'm sure that yeah. makes it extremely easy to all just hop on. Um, you know, it'd be like me hopping on with any of my buddies around here. And uh, I actually just was in Colorado, Crypto Rick. I don't know if you know him. He let me crash on his couch. Oh, so. man. Rick and I are tight. We, oh. we text. We're Him and I have taken that. He's another really good buddy of mine in this space. And him and I, along with some others, have taken that step in the in the relationship where I've now got their cell phone. So things are getting pretty serious. Oh, I, I'm same boat. I very much enjoy Rick. He let me crash on his couch for a couple of days. We went out. We hit the town. Um, I'll shoot him some texts every now and again. So yeah, it's really beautiful. You know, very yeah. really good dude. But uh, okay, so you gave us kind of why you created it, and a little bit of how, and you know what the podcast is all about. Um, I know there's a lot to talk about with this, but do you think you could dive into the nitty gritty on how to make it successful? Uh, you know, there's, there's really a lot that you can talk about, um, you know, finding your niche, um, getting on these sites. Cause you said, okay, let's hope we get on Apple and hope that when people mm -hmm. type in crypto, you know, it pops up. So maybe some of that SEO, um, any kind of promos yeah, so or advertising you do that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. So we basically, um, we just kind of, my, my advice would be to find something you're passionate about, whether it's crypto 
So, you know, it's that time of year where it's fantasy football season's pumping up. You know, if you're passionate about gardening, whatever the case may be, find something that you're genuinely interested in and that you feel you can help people out. Because that's really what people are after is, you know, they want to, they found this thing that they think they like or that they want to learn more about. And then use your expertise in that area. If you don't have one, you know, there's there's this thing called the internet now that that's super that's phenomenal with education, self education. So if you're into gardening, you know, become an expert in gardening, and um, you know, just find all the resources you can, and then try and find you know people that can that are smarter than you at this, and then have them on your podcast and ask them questions. You know, it's okay. Trust me, you don't know everything about. A certain topic and if you do then then you should be starting a podcast and just do it yourself but find these people that are experts or appear to be experts ask them questions that you're you really want to know the answer to because i can guarantee you people listening are going to have the same question so that's what that would be the first step is find something you're passionate about something you're interested in and then just go crazy on it you know if it's not if it's not crypto that's that's totally fine too i've I've got another podcast with some friends where we just talk sports basically. And it's just, it's just a good time, but you know, um, we're still kind of learning on, on that with those other guys that were only like five or 10 episodes in, in that range. So they're, they're tr- still trying to, to learn. And that's a, another thing I want to say is if you go back and listen to our first five episodes, you, you will notice how much we improved from the first episode to the fifth episode, the first episode, I, I don't even like to listen to because it's so embarrassing. And I strongly encourage if you're, you know, not to listen to it, even though you probably should, but it's, it's just so bad. We didn't have really a structure set up in place and we were just kind of winging it. And luckily we were good friends with bully. So he was, a, he was our first guest and he knew it. He supports us and he was a great first guest. So, but um, you know, you're going to have, you're going to have, ups and downs with the podcast and as long as you're learning from it and and listen to the first 10 episodes of your thing and then you can you'll find out where you can improve and what needs to what needs to happen better yeah you talked about you know finding your passion it's hard this is almost you know a job if you want to make it big you got to make it your job and if you're not passionate about it you're you're gonna burn out um yeah and you know like they say is find something you love and you'll never work a day in your life so that's kind of how we've we've tackled with this and it's it's not even it's never once on this whole journey of i think 156 episodes it's never once to me been like ah shit we've got a podcast we have to record tonight um you know i i truly do look forward to recording them all and just a good time and that makes it so much easier and then you talked about you know bringing experts on um and having them speak uh, which I do, you know, every single one of my episodes is some kind of entrepreneur um, and the business that they've created. And, you know, I'm not an expert in that business. I haven't created that business. Uh, with this one, it's funny because, you know, I'm a podcaster talking with someone who has a very successful <laughs> podcast. So Thank I, you. I get to draw a bunch from this episode, which is nice. Um, yeah, exactly. And you're learning and you know, you'll, and I'm not by any means, again, I'm not saying that I'm this expert podcaster or whatever the case may be, but you know, we've done 156 episodes. We've, we've gotten invited to a couple conferences to talk at about just crypto and podcasting. Um, so obviously we're doing something right. 
There we go, exactly. And uh, you say you don't want to call yourself an expert. I'm going to call you an expert because I do oh, think... Oh, thanks, man. Like I said, you guys are you guys are one of the greats in the industry. Um, okay, so there were a couple other things that, you know, go into it that I've had to deal with. Um, what about, you know, stuff like equipment? I know everyone, you know, has their secrets with the advertising and the promos mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and finding people who want to sponsor the podcast. But if you could talk about some of that stuff as well. Um, that would be, I would really appreciate it. I know the listeners would as well. Sure. So I just have, um, the Yeti Bluetooth or Yeti blue mic. Uh, seems to work good early on. We, uh, you know, that's another thing you just gotta, I was reading something the other day about podcasting and they said, you know, this person is ran a successful podcast and said the first 10 episodes, they just recorded it on their own and then listened to it themselves. They didn't even publish it because they wanted to test their equipment out, test different settings on it, um, you know, with their volume board or the board or whatever it is. So they were just kind of tinkering with that. So that was first couple episodes. We've, uh, we all kind of messed with it and then we ordered new mics and got stuff going. So, um, I just use the Yeti blue. It's pretty good. Kill or whale has, I don't know what he, what mic he uses, but he uses the same one that Joe Rogan does. And, um, I can't, you know, I want to, I'm going to get that one eventually and then get a, a soundboard for us too. But, uh, you know, right now I just, this thing works fine. So I'm not going to really uh, press my luck buying a new one. And then as far as, as advertising, stuff like that goes, sponsors, uh, we just kind of try and find things that we think if, if a listener is, when they're listening, that, you know, they might find interesting. We're not going to try and, um, you know, have maxi pad tampons on ours because the majority of our, our listeners are males. So we're trying to, we try and find things that, you know, we've had, we've had some pretty wild stuff on. We had uh, protein bars that were made of crickets and they, they sent us some, some samples and, you know, they were okay, I suppose, but, uh, didn't taste like cricket whale says. So, but, uh, you know, just try and find things that can better aid your, your show. Like, um, we had eToro as a sponsor a couple times, you know, it's a crypto exchange kind of just whatever your topic of your podcast is and whatever, you know, whatever goal you want to achieve, try and try and find advertisers like that, that are going to help your listeners. Most of the people, if they're going to be starting a crypto podcast, they should probably be advertising some sort of, you know, crypto merch and exchange. I, I know some people are very you know, big against, um, you know, advertising actual crypto projects and coins and tokens. Um, I don't think that's the route that I'm taking. Um, so, you know, you really just cater to your audience is what I'm hearing, um, which I appreciate. And then with the mics I use, I think something snowball. Um, I don't think I've, yeah, that's what Prince uses. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like a big old ball. Uh, crypto Euclid actually was one of my first guests and he, uh, he suggested that mic and I was like, all right, yeah, I'm going to go for it. Um, and it hasn't let me down thus far, but yeah, fine. I love Yuki side note. Oh my gosh. She's another, another great, you know, everyone I talk to is just so loving and caring. I feel, you know, we do see a lot of this hate online, but yeah, you know, when you actually get down and talk to talk to someone one-on-one, there's so many great people in this industry. It is. And there are, you know, a lot of the, the great people, and, you know, you gain a lot of respect for these people when you actually do meet them face to face. And there's some people that, you know, I I didn't care for before I met them face to face. 
and then you meet him and you're just like, uh, you know, maybe I'm, I'm probably being a little hard on them and they're not as bad as what train online. And that's another thing you have to remember is these are all online. People try and, you know, get interactions and, and make people laugh. And sometimes it rubs you the wrong way and you could just be having a, sh- a really bad day. And then they'd say something and they're just trying to joke around and you take it the way that it's not supposed to be made and stuff like that. So, but if you do want that mic the, for that whale and, and Joe Rogan have, it's the, it's, I think it's sure S H U R E S M seven B it's, it's expensive, but it's really, really good. There we go. I'll, I'll have a list or a link to that in the show notes. Um, cool. I'll find it and you know, get it linked down there. Um, but all right. So you pretty much gave us, you know, why you guys started it, how you guys started it, some of the things you can do to be successful. Um, so let's talk about, you know, going forward. You guys have had some huge names on already, um, and it's kind of hard to think, oh, how are you guys going to top that? Um, but what are you guys most ex- most excited for in, you know, the coming 12 months for the podcast? If you can, are there any big names that you're having on? Um, you know, what, what are you guys fired up on? Sure. So, yeah, you're right. We've we've had some big names in in the industry. We've had Roger Ver. Um, you know, to the, is the one of the bigger ones that comes to mind. Just uh, you know, very early. We're we're working with a couple that a uh, couple guests. We're trying to schedule that are bigger names, and you know, they're they're very busy people, and we only record once a week. So it is it has to be at night because I, I still work full-time job during the day i'm a i'm a wage cuck they say so that kind of limits our scheduling but um we've got some some big ones on the on the schedule i won't say but we i feel like our month of july that the guest that we had was phenomenal so we had josh man mode i don't know if you know uh futures trader and then ramp capital he was good and then the alex davidoff he was He's the options trader that we had on. He was pretty good too. You know, the the nice thing about some of these guests that we've had on here lately is, you know, we're really focused on on the trading side of things, and we we hope we try and find different trading styles that people have because we want to give give everyone a different you know a different aspect and a different side to the trades. So that was you know like I said early on, we want people hopefully to find what works for them, and then hopefully some of these guests that we bring on, you know, to, so that that style, they could tweak it and become a success. Leader. Um, so one thing that I'm lo- really looking forward to in the next 12 months is we have a, a podcast fantasy football league and we have Prince killer or Prince whale and my, and myself each have our own league. So there's 36 teams and then the winner of each league will play the last two weeks, week 15 and 16, sorry. And then the winner wins it all so um that was really fun last year we had uh we all get in discord and and chat while we're drafting we all draft on the same night uh, over the computer and it was a total it was chaotic but it was the funnest one of the funnest times that i've had in crypto was the night that we we all got in discord and and just really talking smack and you know it's funny because you'll make a draft pick and then someone that's in your league will be like oh my gosh you took Trey Burton in the sixth round. What's wrong with you? And then everybody just jumps down your throat and just starts busting your balls. And it was just, it was just a lot of fun. So we have that. Um, we, this Tuesday, we, we drafted, uh, we did like an altcoin fantasy draft. Us three did. I saw that. And 
one yeah. bit, one Bitcoin each, right? Yeah, each person got one Bitcoin. We did three rounds. You got three picks, so you did. You got three total Bitcoins. And at the end of the year, we're gonna see whose portfolio is the highest. So that was, you know, that's gonna really be be fun to watch. And um, I've been actually ever since we the first night, I think Killer Whale was winning. So you know, we were just saying that. And then um, ever since then, I've actually been. I'm in the lead. And I'm actually in the lead by a lot. So just to update everyone right now, it's my three are Monero, Ardor, and Lux. I'm at 3.28 Bitcoin. Uh, Whales in second. He's got Tezos, BNB, and Loom. He's at 3.17. And then Prince went the exchange token route. He's got the Huboy token, Hubai token, Leo, and um, FTT, FTX token. Yeah. DC. So, um, we're gonna really hype that up, and it, it was it was so fun doing that. So that's I'm kind of looking forward to that, and then obviously just the broad range of guests that we can 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 get on, and you know it's kind of cool with some of these. Like we had Flood last month or in July, and that was awesome talking to him. And you know we've had a lot of people that said they followed him on Twitter and thought he was yeah, and then he comes on the show and he's just such a great i mean he's such a great person that that's that's the fun part is these people have these personalities behind their their twitter account and then they come on the show and everyone's just like holy cow they're really you know a really cool person so that's kind of cool to see that you know the people's perspective change on them so uh hopefully yeah so we're at that point now where people have heard of us so we can kind of message them and be like hey you want to come on the crypto street podcast and they're like you know hell yeah let's do this so the first couple of months, it's hard because, you know, you kind of have to talk them into it and you're you're figuring out equipment and how you can record their audio locally. Um, so once you kind of get that going and then you get a, you know, because a lot of a lot of podcasts come and go, you know, it's it's kind of a bubble. Let's be honest. There's so many podcasts right now in, in the crypto space that, you know, everyone's like, oh, I don't want to know if I know if I want to go on that because are they even going to be around in, in six months? So, um this is kind of the things I'm looking how we can continue to grow the podcast, uh, you know, provide content for people, what, you know, what other avenues that we can help people out. You guys talked a lot about a lot. Uh, I just want to kind of do a little recap again. Um, you know, you guys talked about all these guests that you've had on these big name guests and, you know, an inspiration to me because that's what I'm trying to do. And you mentioned, you know, at first, when you're first getting started, people are hesitant and I've kind of dealt with that. But I think now that I'm, you know, 30, 35 episodes deep, people are starting to realize, okay, there's, mm-hmm. you know, it's a little bit serious. They see some of the guests and they're like, okay, this is getting more serious. Um, so I'm right there with you on that one. Um, and then I really like that you guys talked about, you know, the fantasy football league or that you talked about the fantasy football league and the shitcoin league. Um, because every time I ask, you know, what, what, what's, what's going on in the pipeline, people get very serious, but this, uh, this draft that you guys are doing, it's, it's fun and it's with the bros and it really speaks to the podcast that you guys have got going on. So I like that you're true to that, you know, brotherly, let's have some fun and then let's teach people about trading. You've got a lot of traders on. Um, so I really appreciate that. And I'm really looking forward to any of the new episodes. Um, also with, with flood, I am in the exact same boat. You know, I, I, when I see him on Twitter, I think he's hilarious. Um, just because that's kind of my humor. And I know a lot of people think he's a dick. I think it's hilarious. But then when you, when he came on and I listened to him, it was, 
he was very respectful, very calm and reserved, and it right. was very different than his persona that he puts on on Twitter. Um, but okay, so yeah, you guys got a lot com- going on. Um, one last question I usually like to ask all my guests this is, um, you know, if, if the Crypto Street Pod didn't exist anymore um, and you guys wanted to build it up again and start over and you're starting from square one, what's the very first thing you would do to kind of get it built up to where it's at today? That's, yeah, that's, I mean, that's a hard question, you know, cause you do put in, I mean, the first couple months of us doing that, we were doing, we were knocking out two to three episodes a week. So, you know, we've kind of, in my eyes, we've kind of earned that, that of, you know, we've earned to go to one a week and we still get the same listening numbers and stuff like that. So it's, this one's really hard for me. I think what we would do is we would still stay true to ourselves and we would uh, build on each other's personalities and really focus on that and, you know, still make it the same type of podcast that we had with where it's educational yet humorous and can really capture people to listen. You know, so it's, I don't know if that's a really good answer. No, I mean, I think Um, it is one of the things that you brought up earlier in the episode was, you know, finding something that you're passionate about. And I think that's where it all does start. You've got to make sure that you're passionate about it and then, you know, really stay true to yourself or you're either going to burn out or you're going to lose yourself. Um, So, no, I I think that's, you know, a wonderful answer and a great place for people. Um, and then you did mention, you know, you guys were doing two to three episodes a week. Now you're at one and I, I do think you've earned that. Um, but you know, you really do need to put that effort in at the beginning to get the ball rolling. Cause I'm sure everyone who started a podcast, you know, listeners are low at the beginning, downloads are low and you slowly build momentum over time. So I think, right. I think those were two great, great tips. Yeah. And you know, I, I'm sorry you asked me earlier who some of my favorite guests were, um, and I, I kind of, I don't know, I don't, didn't answer. So let me just, you know, it's really hard to pick just one. I, I don't uh, want to put we... you on the spot, man. You know, you've had so many grades <laughs> on, um, and you did mention, you know, that consensus interview and you think that was one of your guys' best. So, you know, I could, yeah. I could be okay with that. I don't want, I don't want to put you on the spot. <laughs> I don't want people hitting your DM saying, Hey man, you, you didn't, you didn't shout <laughs> no, me out. I mean, realistically, they've all been fantastic there's only a couple that that you know and what makes us our job easier as co-hosts is when guests come on and they're chatty so the chattier that they are and and not just spewing garbage the better for for the show because everyone's tuning in a lot of most people are tuning in to listen to that person you know like when flood is on and we always tell the guests that before we start we're like yo we want you on because we think you're unique in some some way so what we we want you to tell your story we're going to try and keep the flow going so that it's not just, you know, okay, what's your favorite trade ever? And then they say, and you're like, okay, what is your favorite strategy or what's your favorite indicator? You know, it's when you're having a general conversation with someone, I think people can learn faster and better from that. So that's one thing too, is, is, is that aspect, but um, favorite, I would, I mean, I still think floods episode cred, uh, Luke Martin's had some good ones. Jabus has has had some really good ones too. And Messiah Bully, I mean, not so fast. There's just a ton of them that uh, that are really good and very educational. There we go. Yeah, a lot of those uh, really big names on Twitter. Um, I think everybody you know has that name recognition. So, um, and you guys and one are... that 
Yeah, one guy that that was on that that I low key was probably one of my favorites was um, Howard Linzone. Or um, yeah, so he he's been a, a trader for a while, and all he owns is Bitcoin. He doesn't know anything about it, but he bought it because his mentor told him that it's probably a good asset to hold. So he bought it. So he was you know it's, it was really fun getting his perspective on everything. And the one thing that he said that really resonates with me is. He goes, you know, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing that word for word. He goes, you know, if crypto is what's going to get the next wave of traders to keep this trading going, he goes, then I love it. So that was, you know, that was kind of cool hearing someone that's a traditional finance trader say that about us, us DGENs in crypto. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, it, it is pretty mind blowing to think, you know, using traditional stuff, markets are open around the world all, you know, 24 hours a day, but this is. I think the first that's just, you know, a specific asset class that is open 24 hours mm-hmm. a day um, versus yeah. traditional stocks, you know, the, but okay. Yeah, man, I, I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, we talked about a lot. I learned a lot and I hope my listeners can learn a lot from this episode. Uh, it's been... Do you have anything else that no, you want to ask? I was actually going to say, if you have anything else that you wanted to talk about or bring up, um, you know, I, I think we covered pretty much everything you gave. You gave us a wonderful how-to on start a po- you know starting a podcast, um, and then we really got some insight into what makes you tick and what makes the Crypto Street mm-hmm. Pod tick. So, I I appreciate it again. If there's you know anything else you want, have at it. No, just uh, you know I'm I'm a flood kind of mentioned this at the end of the episode with us, and I know Messiah is a good buddy of mine too. Altcoin or not Altcoin, my Crypto Messiah. It's whatever his I can't think of his Twitter handle off the top of my head but um he's a good buddy of mine too and you know with with the way that and I'm, I might get a little deep here and be dumb but the way you know you got to remember that at the end of the day yes we're competing against each other because you are literally trying to beat everybody when you're trading it's a competition just fact matter of fact but at the end of the day you know you never know what people are going through in their real life or how wrecked they really are. And, you know, maybe they took their, God forbid, hope not, they took their kid's savings account and thought, okay, I'm going to buy Bitcoin at 16000 and then it's going to keep going up to 50000 and I'm going to make my kid an instant, you know, 34000 And it's going to be the greatest thing ever. Well, next thing you know, it crashes the 3000 and they've turned their kid's savings account from down 13000 And, you know, you just never know what people are going through. So just try and be nice and... You know, you can always disagree with people, but be an adult about how you approach uh, how you approach their disagreement. And, you know, other people have different opinions and that's what makes you a better person is being able to open up to listen to their opinion and not be a complete jackass. So, you know, be nice to each other. It's it's free to be nice to people. And you never know if someone's down in the dumps and, you know, needs that pickup and you're nice to them and then. You know, it could come full circle on you and you could have a bad day and whatnot. So just, uh, you know, work your ass off. If you want something bad enough, then, you know, the best way to get it is work your ass off and just be nice to everybody. Yeah, man, I I really appreciate that. I I have a lot of self-deprecating tweets, but I I do preach the positivity and being kind to others. Um, You know, there's there's a way to have these conversations on Twitter where you're not being toxic um, but you're right, actually having exactly. a conversation with opposing views. Um, and like you were saying, you know, you really don't know what people are going through. Um, 
I've had people DM me just, you know, with, I don't want to say sob stories, but some pretty rough stories. Um, yeah. And so, you know, I, I really appreciate you ending with that because that really hits home for me. Yeah. And, you know, I know I've, I, I know I haven't been the nicest person at times on Twitter and <sighs> me neither, man. Um, stuff like that. So it's, it's easy for, for us to say that. And then, you know, 10, 10 minutes later, we're going to probably be on Twitter busting Rick's balls or something. <laughs> but, but at the end of the day, you know, just there's a line and just don't cross that line. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta find that line. And you know, I can, I can make fun of Rick, I think all day on Twitter and I've yeah, met everybody him. can. Yeah. And I've met him in person and I think there's that give and take. And so I know that line. Um, so you really got to make sure yep. you're finding that with each and every person Rick, that you're. Rick's great. Rick, if you're listening, I love you. Oh, Rick doesn't listen to this podcast. It's okay. What a what an ass. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll shout him out in the in the show notes or something. You um, have to, yeah. All right, man. Again, I really appreciate it. All right, guys. That wraps up another episode, and I just want to take a quick second to ask you a huge favor. If you found anything in the episode helpful or it's been inspiring to you in any way, I just ask that you share it with your friends, family, anyone you know on social media, um, and hopefully we can help them out as well. Have a good one.